Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, ahead of branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hey. have Kimberly Barr today. She is an interior designer in the mainline Philadelphia area. Your business, Kimberly Barr Interior Design, is, well, I'm curious how you would describe your style, but I see it as very youthful, fun, easy to live in, very put together, but, you know, practically beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that pretty much describes my style. <laughs> I like um, I mean, I could get into a lot more detail, I think. Well, we um, have time. Do yeah, it. yeah, do it. People want to <laughs> what know what I think you. my style is. I mean, I don't necessarily like to pinpoint a style because when I design for my clients, um, you know, I need to kind of be open to a lot of different styles. But right. I would say, you know, my personal style, I really I love traditional, but with a twist. Mm-hmm. So I think... You know, if you go through my photos on my website, you'll see yeah. I have a lot of, I love traditional homes. I love this whole, like, Philadelphia area with the old stone homes and the millwork. I love that. But then adding in, like, like you said, kind of like a youthful, like, fun, you know. Yeah. How does one do that? How does one have a very traditional home that but feels current? There's a lot Give of ways. Give us every secret. <laughs> every a, one of your secrets. There's a lot of ways. So when you have an old home, I like to, you know, kind of embrace the traditional, you know, side of that. And so mm-hmm. I'll look for pieces of furniture that maybe kind of have, um, like, for example, maybe a sofa. Um, you know, I don't want my clients to have the giant, you know, out-of-date roll arm mm-hmm. sofa that... You see every once in a while. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe like more like a modern roll arm. So you still have the sleekness of that kind of like modern look in the furniture, but still like that little bit of traditional in there. Um, I mean, then it's with the fabrics, like using fabrics that mm-hmm. like um, like a Schumacher fabric, for example, I feel like is that perfect example of like traditional with like fun added to it, like the color um, maybe, you know a little bit funky um but but not too modern it does seem that you do a good bit of uh, pattern mix on upholstery i love well i love fabrics Mm -hmm. love fabrics i love mixing fabrics i don't like being boring um so but um but i don't think i i'm not over the top i don't like being you know like every single piece so it kind of has like a a balance to it and feels you know, still has like a calming feeling, but, you know, you're mixing patterns and I get that a lot, you know, like, oh, I would never think to mix that pattern with that. But honestly, you can like mix away things that you don't <laughs> think go together, go together. <laughs> so how do we how do we start? Like if you haven't done it before, it can be scary. So what is a good maybe couple rules of thumb get you comfortable with it so my rule how about i'll give you my this is this is now i mean there's a million things you can do but this is my 
what I do. Your approach. My, yes. <laughs> so let's say for pillows on a sofa. I know that can be really difficult. So I always start with like my base pillow. I typically almost always make that solid, whatever that is. Let's say we have like a, a gray velvet solid pillow. And then, and I love texture too. So always add that in. <laughs> um, and then I'll add in like a larger print and then a smaller print and then maybe a texture, whether that's like a large, um, like woven or, you know, maybe it has, it's like something with fur. Maybe it has something with leather. Maybe it has something with a little bit of trim on it. Pom-poms. I love fringe, like all that, you know, in, in a fun way. Um, <laughs> kind of mixing all that together. But it's when you're mixing the patterns, it's about, you know, the big patterns and the small patterns. I mean, if everything kind of has like the same um, scale, scale. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I saw you acting it out with your hands. Yes. So I know what you meant. I'm talking with my hands. Um, is if everything's the same scale, then it's all just going to get lost and it'll look like a big mess. In your yeah. mind, as you're putting these pillows on the sofa, because I feel like you're envisioning it as you're telling I'm us this. I'm putting them on the sofa right now. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I am, I'm with you. I'm doing yeah, it as well. She's fluffing but with you right what now. What I'm trying to understand is, are you arranging these pillows so that there are two velvets and then two large prints and then two small prints and maybe one in the middle? Yes. Is it all symmetrical like that? Yes. Okay. Yes. I do. I love symmetry. Okay. I can't help it. How many pillows on a sofa is too many pillows on a sofa? Uh, well, it totally depends on the size of the sofa. Mm-hmm. So if you have a love seat, usually I'll do um, like two two pillows on either side and then maybe one other pillow and sometimes a lumbar if, if called for. But you know what? Honestly, I feel like that's a question that I, I also ask my clients because everybody's different. People mm-hmm. are different with pillows. Some people are like, I want pillows everywhere. I like literally want to sit on the pillow or the sofa and sit in pillows mm-hmm. everywhere. Some people are like, oh, well, I, they do. Oh my God, that's my husband's worst nightmare. It is. <laughs> well, Mine and then well. you get the people that are like, we will put them on with guests come over, but we don't like any pillows or it's just like one pillow. Wait, uh-huh. they just pull them out when the guests come over? And they just, <gasps> I do have some clients that don't. So where do they store them? Like to, on the ground? Yeah, they probably just put them on. <laughs> In a basket on the side, on a basket, you know. I'm not there, so. I'm voting ground. She can't yell at them. (laughs) I I saw that in your post. You uh, didn't put the back. (laughs) Refluff. Yes, yeah, yes. Um, So, yeah, it's kind of a question that I ask my clients. I know what I like scale-wise. Okay, right. Um, So if I have, you know, like a more standard-sized sofa, um, anywhere, you know, like 86, like 90 inches, Sofa, you know, then I'll do, I usually do two pillows on one side mm-hmm. and then two pillows on the other side. And I should say they're probably more in like the 22 mm-hmm. by 22 size. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do a lumbar. Okay. So it'll end up being, you know, that's, it won't be symmetrical. But Now, does my, do my squares match in size or is the one behind larger? Um, Sometimes it. I think it kind of depends. This is this is also completely <laughs> depends on the design. It's a whole science. But yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes it's like about the feeling and sometimes sure. it's about the pillow too. Mm-hmm. What, you know, if, you know, the pattern and the texture, um, how much you want to really add 
you know. So I say most of the time I like big pillows. So I'm usually a 22 by 22. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I will kind of scale down a little bit. So 22 by 22 and then maybe I'll do a 20 by 20 or an 18 by 18, mm-hmm. you know, just to have like a little dimension in there. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's I think that kind of comes down to like what actually the, you know, the fabric is. Sure. Yeah. What about your bed? How many pillows? So, okay, so mm-hmm. this me, is controversial. I am not a throw pillow person on my personal bed. Mm-hmm. I am like a very clean. I have like everything's white. It all has to be white. Sheets are white. Bedding is white. The pillowcases, everything's white. Mm-hmm. And even with my kids. <laughs> um, and I okay, just, but if everything, everyone sheets and everything in the house is white, how do you know which one goes in which bedroom? Oh, not no. I'm sorry, just in my bed. So, but not your kids. kids' beds are not white. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. No, sorry. No. <laughs> well, I did. I really thought so, too. I was like, wow. How do you keep this straight? No, just, just, just my bed. Just okay. the master bedroom. All right. Everything's yes. white. Okay. So, I will say, but when it comes to my clients, a lot of them, like, throw pillows. So, usually I'll do, you know, like, um, just, like, two larger pillows, I, you know, like, 24 by 24, and then maybe, like, a big lumbar, something like that. And then sometimes I'll throw in a couple, you know like 18 by 18s, you know, I don't like to overdo it. What is your suggestion for what to do with those while one is sleeping? Uh, it's find a, a good storage spot. Floor? So I think, no, I don't, <laughs> that would bother me. That would definitely, Mine are on I, the would floor. Not, I would not. <laughs> Mine too, right now. <laughs> it's not a good solution. But it's if just it was, what it is. If right. I was designing mm-hmm. and my clients wanted throw pillows and then needed a place to put them, that's part of the design. Right. So whether it is a large, you know, decorative basket that kind of hangs out that they can put them in, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, a bench at the end of the bed that they can stack them on or put them in something, like I just, I feel like that's part of the design. All good solutions. Yes. Smart. It needs to have a solution. And throwing them on the floor is not. It works for me. (laughs) Karen, do you want me to come over? I might need some help. (laughs) She's going to get you a basket just for your size. This this really shocks me, Karen, because I feel like. You have a place you for everything. Would, yeah, well, I do, but this it, it does have a place. It just happens to be the floor. But no, it's it's <laughs> under. Um, there's a little table at the end of the bed that has our little television on it, and they go under that. But it's on the floor. Okay. Well, that's okay. At least that's a, a spot. They, they they're, they're, they're not, not just strewn around. Mm-hmm. Oh just no no no. On the floor. Yeah, that's not how I pictured it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just chuck them across the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. I do like to have a place for everything. So do you start, you said you love fabrics. Do you start your design process with the fabrics? Uh, A lot of the times I do. Um, I mean, besides thinking about the actual floor plan, which would actually be the first start. Okay, (laughs) all right, there you go. But besides that, but like the wheels are kind of always turning as I'm doing that is um, what am I doing like with the textiles, which is the rugs and the drapes and the, you know, Mm -hmm. and the pillows. Um, I typically like to have, all my key pieces of furniture be like a solid neutral base. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'll do sofas a lot, you know, and maybe not the chairs. Uh, That that depends. But I would say a lot of the times they're a solid base. And then I have fun with the textiles. I'm all about the window treatments. Um, you do have some fabulous uh, window treatments in your portfolio. I, I, they, they make the room. I mean, you cannot have a well-designed room unless you have a custom window treatment. You seem to love a triple pleat too. Is that your go-to pleat on drapery? Yes. <gasps> and Taryn, thank you for noticing. In on that. 
What can I say? I'm, I'm you, not a decorator. You're a good student. <laughs> I don't think anyone besides the um, woman that does all my window treatments would have ever picked that out. <laughs> oh, I was just, I... But I love the triple pleat. I think it's perfect in the middle. It is not too traditional, mm. and it still has that sleek, modern look. And it just, it works. It's always beautiful. Why so don't you, you yeah, describe what a triple pleat is to our listeners? Um, It is, oh goodness, how to explain this. If you saw it, I think everybody would know what it was. But it's just when you have the pleat. When you pinch the fabric together at the it top. Together and it's three you pinch it three times. You pinch, so you it, pinch three it three times, times and hold that piece and together. Hold that, yep. And that's one bit. Yes. And then mm-hmm. it goes and does it again next to it. And I have a question about And those about are attached pleating. to the rod. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I found out, and I'm not a seamstress. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the word. So you buy the tape to go in the back of your drapes that you can triple pleat. And you buy the triple pleat hooks. Mm-hmm. I did. I just did this because I'm um, hanging up. Uh, oh, it worked. Well, I'm hanging up drapery over my shower uh, to do it to, to the ceiling, shower curtain. But anyway, point is, is I was told I should triple pleat it. And so I bought this stuff to do it. Mm-hmm. My question is, if you're triple pleating a panel that you've purchased, so it's 50 inches wide, 52, whatever is the standard, do I need to buy more or do you buy like two panels for each side of a window to make it seem full if you're pleating it that much? That's my question. I do not make my own window tree like I do not purchase right you're all, having all right, this right, like I yeah. but how, how wide out. is the fabric in your triple pleat panel are you seaming a, a 52 inch so wide piece of fabric together or are you just doing one yeah so that is going to depend one. if you want the drapes to actually close mm-hmm. or if you want them to be stationary right so if they're stationary well it's a shower mm-hmm. curtain but it's probably just the decorative part. Well, okay. So I, I made that too personal. Part. Sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't be closing that part. There'd be a line or two. So yeah. for personally, for me, I'm not going to have to use it to it's actually decorative. close. But I was just wondering, because when you triple peat, it looks great, but it does uh, shorten the width yes. of your panels. So I was which, wondering. Which yeah. is fine if it's stationary, mm-hmm. um, which I do most of the time. Yeah. Um, but if you want that closed, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to add another. There will be a seam in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that. how do you s- decide when a Roman shade is more appropriate? Than a panel? Yes. Mm. So to me, that's kind of the feel of the room. I think it for me, it's the trim work. If I have a client that has gorgeous trim work, um, sometimes I like to leave that exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the so, panel will cover it. Yeah. And, and then it depends where, how the window is set because is this Roman... Sometimes it can be inset and look beautiful. So if you have a little bit of a inset window and you have this Roman that's sitting in there, it's gorgeous. Sometimes you can't, you don't have that depth in your window and then the Roman has to go out. You're covering the molding um, and all the beautiful trim work. And, um, you know, that's not always my favorite thing to do. Um, But, you know, and then just kind of looking at the room as a whole, you know, sometimes I feel like, this room just needs, it needs the color. It needs the pattern, um, you know. Or softness. I feel like a drapery yeah. would be a lot softer. Yeah. So then I'll add, that's when I add the draperies. So to me, it's, it's. I walk in and I instantly know. I'm like, this is like a naked room. It needs, it's going to have to have drapes um, for this all to come together. And I'll know that right away as soon as I walk in the room. 
But then, <laughs> blinded by the naked room. <laughs> I know. Put like, some clothes on. <laughs> it is right. I'm gonna. I give it clothes. No, it's true. Um, it's true. It I feel like yeah, there's so many times where it just it it just doesn't feel complete until you have exactly. A panel. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then sometimes it doesn't. It just doesn't need all of that weight of having the drapes. Um, but yeah, that's. Oh yeah, I think it comes down to the trim work for me. Custom drapery is very expensive. It is because there's so much fabric involved. I'm imagining, and then also the the the, the sewing itself, of course. But is there a way? It, it, like, can you get that feeling, that vibe, another way? Or maybe I'm not using such an expensive textile. I'm just using a simpler textile. Or so, if you're doing custom, you can definitely move the price around when it comes to the fabrics. Um, fabrics can range from, you know, $40 a yard, maybe $50 a yard, like minimum, um, to, you know, I mean, 300 plus dollars a yard. So, um, you know, you have that to take into consideration. So if I have a client that has a smaller budget, then I'm definitely looking at fabrics that are going to be much less expensive. Um, you, you know, you don't have as much of a selection, but that still, you know, you'll have something really beautiful. Sure. Um, I do do sometimes retail, um, not so often, but I mean, there's definitely stores out there where you can buy panels that look, I mean, you know, I, you need to hang them properly. But you can get a nice look and have a tailored look. If they don't fit, I always if you do buy retail and they don't fit, I always suggest buy longer. Right. Pin it, take it to whoever, a seamstress, you know, your local your dry cleaner. Dry cleaner yeah. and have it hemmed professionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. That if you don't have the budget, that's my suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. And what one thing I think that really helps make a panel look custom if it if it is um like a ready made is using a drapery pin. And I think most people don't even know those exist. Yeah, like you saying hang it properly. People yeah. yeah. Do Take, not do don't not use stick the rod it on pocket. that rod. Pocket. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you have to YouTube it, figure it out. Um you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um we actually have a blog post. Carolyn, did you write it? Caroline. About using drapery um, if pens. If so, can you just so. describe it? Come on, don't make us read. No, We're it's listening in like a car. A, it's like an S-shape hook, right? And a lot of our panels have They come with the it, hooks. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. They have a little plastic, three plastic little, um, it's like a plastic Loop thread. So it's back. really, really mm-hmm. heavy and it'll hold the weight of the drape. It's along the back, right where like your rod pocket would be, but you just slip that hook into it. So it's like, keep going. Well, keep going. I'm watching yeah. your hands and Watch I have I'm trying Read to figure out how to mm-hmm. explain it. But you hook the little loops. <laughs> yeah, we have we have we have photos and everything, but it does help and it makes it to where it'll hang more uniformly mm-hmm. versus a clip, right? Oh, and the clip's not cute. Yeah. And you don't have the weird little teeth showing, um, and and um, it also doesn't cover the rod. If you have a beautiful rod, and it's way easier. The thing that's always so annoying to me about a rod pocket is that you can't. It's really hard to adjust. Oh yeah, you can't. You know, move when it. you open it and close it, it never <clears throat> stays properly. But a, a hook or yes. a you know. A, Ring, that's the word I'm looking for. The ring, the ring really makes it yeah. slide on and the, the rod pocket. You really lose that pleat, which yes. is really mm. what makes 
you know, the fabric beautiful. Right. Yes. So. True. It ruins it. Yeah. That triple pleat. You got to go for the <laughs> triple pleat. But you want your panel to go, you know, to squish together in a way that's Yes. And holds nice. and yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, there's a nursery you did where your uh, it has the most beautiful drapery panel in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> light pink, and at mm-hmm. the bottom it has, what do you call it? It's almost ruffles. like a dressmaker detail. Like yeah, ruffles, ruffles yeah. Mm-hmm. on the bottom. It was so sweet, but not too sweet. You know, it yeah. wasn't syrupy. It was really beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to make that room something um, this little girl could kind of grow into. Um, I mean, at some point, you know, maybe (laughs) she'll want to change. But I feel like you can, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too over the top nursery, you know, baby. Right. So, um, you know, if you're going to spend the money on drapery, I mean, nobody wants to spend that money. And then, you know, when your, you know, child is, you know, five or six and they're kind of getting out of, you know, and then you have to go back and do it again. Um, so this will kind of go through, you know, many um, stages. We we loved, we were all talking about how we loved how you did an accent wall of wallpaper in that room. Yes. Is that correct? It was yeah. just one wall. You did full yes. floral paper. Yes. And Controversial. We yes. were talking about that. We were about accent walls mm-hmm. and how you do it. And it looks so good. So how, how do you know when... It's okay, because, again, this looks great, but I would have never been brave enough to just do a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the room was not huge. I think the room – I mean, the room would mm-hmm. not have been able to hold four walls of that wallpaper. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It just kind of made sense. It, like, gave this, the rest of the room breathing space, essentially? Yes, yeah. It can, I mean, if the whole the space as a whole, and I think you feel that in the photos, it was it's very light. And, it's not a huge room, but no. it's still very, you know, light feeling and inviting, um, even with that, like, really busy accent wall mm-hmm. of wallpaper. It still has that feeling. And that was what, you know, we were going for. So how do you make it, the, whatever your accent is, how do you tie it to the rest of the elements and make it look right? You know, not like it's on its own because it is right. a bold statement because it is called accent, right? But it so it doesn't sort of rule the roost. Well, I guess sometimes they sort of feel, you know, just if it's not done properly, they can feel random and like it's just you know all the other walls feel so bare in comparison, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, this one worked great. Yeah. Very integrated. Yeah. Like, do you do, like, what what color do is you paint the other one? I was going to say, mean, is it because the rest of the walls are, like, white in this, like, I thought they were pink. Lighter. Are they pink? They are white. Oh, man. Wrong again. <laughs> well, well I, I, I can see the picture on Caroline's computer. Oh, so you're I'm totally cheating. cheating. <laughs> well, the, now, well, now that we're talking about it, I'm wondering if it's too, the, the actual wallpaper has a lot of white to it. Like, it's a busy floral, but the background, quote-unquote, reads white. Yes. So then to go into a white wall, it doesn't feel like a hard ah, transition. good point. Right. And that was done intentionally. If the wallpaper, mm-hmm. like you said, maybe had a different um, background, if there were, you know, mm-hmm. I probably would have pulled out a little bit of that color, mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, I kind of think you just... <laughs> Well, you answered really a professional. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she's doing. No, I. But I love when is wallpaper um, appropriate? Like, which spaces do you find you do it the most? Um, well, I mean, as we all know, wallpaper is really popular. It is back in a really big way. Um, so, <laughs> you know, 
some people like to go really bold and go for it all the way. And some people who aren't quite sure, you know, they like it, but they aren't really sold on committing to Mm -hmm. putting it in a larger space, tend to go for powder rooms, um, entryways that, you know, are not huge spaces, mud rooms, um, or maybe a, a dining room that has a wainscoting around it, um, or shadow boxing, something like that. Yeah. So you're not quite, you know, over the top. Um, you know, and then I have clients that want to go all the way and mm-hmm. just go for it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, well, I think it kind of just comes down again to the, the design as a whole. Sometimes, you know, it's the house, it's the space, it's where I'm kind of envisioning, do I want to go more bold with my textiles or do I want to go more bold with a wallpaper? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to do both. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, um, yeah, it kind of just comes down to that design. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. I And I also noticed you use a lot of sconces. And I wanted to know, too, like just for the people listening, when – Where's a good application for sconces? Well, I think sconces Where can go. isn't it? Anywhere. Give <laughs> right. me the answer. I just, right? I want to know. Yes. yes, like on the fireplaces. Um, I do a lot of fireplaces, um, you know, renovations. Do you do it above or beside? I, a lot of times, would do the panels and put them, you know, mm. uh, you box on out. each side. Yeah, yeah, box it out. Make it so it looks intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. Um but, I mean, I think sconces are beautiful. I think they can go anywhere. I feel like yes. a lot of people want to take them out. You know, you go into, like, a, a, you know, bad 80s house where, like, you have, like, those brass wall sconces and people want to take them out. And I I want to just replace them. Sure. Yeah. You know, maybe replace them, put an awesome piece, piece of art. Like, Sorry. you can really update. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can – lighting is – is is kind of like artwork too. You can really have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the great thing about the sconce to me. It Everything. provides the most flattering light. It does. It doesn't I mean, give you those old lady too. shadows on your face. But you want the <laughs> the light to like be at eye level basically versus overhead or and below. Yeah. So it's, even below, it's even better. And it doesn't it doesn't take up any floor space, which no. is nice. And it looks so custom when you have lovely mm-hmm. Sconces hardwired in yeah. your hall, or plus like it fills Absolutely. it fills up your wall. Like if you if you are um, having trouble, you know, picking art, or if maybe art scares you a little bit, a really fabulous sconce does totally the same thing. I agree thing. with that. I agree with that. I think you can really add some dimension and um, just like another element. Your walls don't always have to just be full of artwork mm-hmm. right. to fill a wall. All right, and wait, symmetry queen. Is it ever okay to do one sconce? Oh, above a fireplace? I don't know. Oh, or anywhere in the world. Anywhere. In well, the world. Well, what if you, you had just a little wall? tiny wall? You could put a That's stone. what I'm wondering. Oh. Do you can... <laughs> I, I'm thinking if I've ever mm-hmm. done that, and I'm going to say I don't think I have. And mm-hmm. I don't ever want to say n- no mm-hmm. to anything. You never know what design <laughs> I can you remember. might come across where it's appropriate. But Amy Vermillion. Remember she put one... She had weird little places, and it was solution-based. She'd put one coming out over the oh, I forgot the ones that come out over. It was, it was a two very, on the, it was two mm-hmm. on the hood oh, over the right. range. And then she did one over a doorway. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. 
That sounds that sounds beautiful. It was yeah, very really cool. so yeah. unusual. Something yeah. you know, but she was solving for a yeah. problem yeah. that she so had in the house. I'm pretty sure what it was is that the ceilings were like super. She couldn't get lighting because the yes. ceilings were so high. So all of the lighting was going to be overhead, and she wanted to add something that was a little yes. more. Yeah, and it was very open yeah. concept. And now that we're saying, and you know, the lights. Um, I think I did do that over a sink. Mm, in a, in right, a, I did. Yeah, because we were talking about I did. I did. Yeah. over a sink. <laughs> <laughs> the more kind of like <laughs> hooded ones with an arm, essentially. Yes, yeah. where you would do an application okay. of one yes. versus again, we're thinking of a traditional one with you know like like an candle arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so the, mm. that makes sense. And the nice thing about sconces or even lighting in general is if you have a very traditional home you can do something a little more modern to make mm-hmm. it feel really current you don't have to mm-hmm. go so traditional in a traditional house yeah. that's the one i think one of the few elements that you can really kind of fiddle with oh absolutely yeah. i have a client um who lives in a very traditional home and they have a very traditional dining room and a jonathan adler wall sconces and chandelier it's amazing. We did very traditional window treatments. It's such a cool mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So how much, so she has two very kind of modern pieces and the the rest of the room's traditional and it works. Yeah. Well, the, the, the well, actual may- room, the pieces, I wouldn't call them modern. Mm-hmm. I'd say they are more in the transitional. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the window treatments were a little more on the um, traditional side, uh, you know, transitional leaning towards traditional. Right. Um, do they have a nice big old swag? No, 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 no. I did did my, I did my, uh, no, I did the window treatment. Okay. They were the, (laughs) they were the three pinch pleat. Okay. (laughs) They were like a nice solid like linen. Mm -hmm. And then I did like a Kravit like tape, um, decorative tape down the side. So I feel like that, you know, it mm-hmm. was not, I would not say that. Was, I remember this room. Was the tape a color? Like a. It was like a bluish. Uh-huh. Like it was not like very bold. It, they were really pretty. Um, it's not in my portfolio. Oh, then I don't remember this room. No, but it was, <laughs> I, don't, I think I have uh, little pieces of it on my Facebook page. Of okay. Just like snapshots that I did. Um, and then the art was a little bit more on the modern side. I should really go back and and photograph the room. It was really a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to see it now. So yes, yes. I know now that I'm talking about I think it. You put I, the chandelier, that Jonathan Adler chandelier, on your Instagram. I think it's on my Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. But yeah. all you it's see is the chandelier and the drapes. Snapshot. The and drapes are gorgeous. And the, yes, the there should be a picture right next to it that has some artwork. Maybe. We'll put a link to it. (laughs) I think I posted them together. There was some cool modern artwork. Art is another great place that I think in a traditional house you can have some fun and really freshen it up. up. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's funny. I know our customer doesn't necessarily buy a lot of abstract art, but I always wonder why. (laughs) Because it can be so bold it gives you a lot of negative space, so it feels really clean a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it really does take a piece, you know, that maybe is more traditional, you know, like a furniture piece. And it just gives it a whole new life. Yeah, new energy. Absolutely. Yeah. I love taking a more modern abstract piece of art and even framing it in a more traditional frame. You kind mm-hmm. of have that mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. It's, which is really fun. Yeah. So I... I I'm in agreement um, that <laughs> I love like I love a good modern art piece in a traditional home. Yeah, yeah. How else do you punch up a traditional home? Um, I would say going back to the textiles, mm-hmm. 
is just having fun, like color. Um, don't be scared of like fuchsias and hot pinks and like go have fun with velvets and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and not velvet like on, you know, like your grandma's like, you know. Sati. Yeah. Like, I mean, which could be cool too. But <laughs> Actually, yeah. But like velvets are so in right now. I they mean, have are. fun. Go with the emerald greens. And mm-hmm. I just Mitchelton. purchased for my house um, a turquoise. It's like teal it's more like a teal i would say ginormous velvet sofa (laughs) that's awesome yummy it is so cool um and i would still you know have fun yeah yeah and i live in an old home so but it's like a very traditional sofa it's an english roll arm it has the casters but then i have like a teal velvet sounds awesome yeah really good like it so it's that are you redecorating that whole room now and how many pillows are on it Oh, I did. Yes. So I, so in my own home, so I have that. And then I had found these amazing wingback chair. And I feel like this is, so I went to market, um, back in April. High point. High point market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I saw everywhere and I have been seeing it everywhere. Um, is that very, like a traditional, like wingback, but more in like a modern, um, modern look. So mm-hmm, I'm right. calling it the modern wing back chair. And they're like everywhere now. I, <laughs> I saw them everywhere. So I had actually found two of them at an estate sale. Um, I don't know, maybe oh, wow. like two years ago. And they were, um, and they're amazing. And they're old. Um, and they were actually in like a blue velvet. So I had them reupholstered in this like kind of funky like boho uh, cool. I don't know how to like it's kind of like this like diamond shaped fabric but then I kept the traditional wood leg with the scrollings on the bottom just yes. kept that wood um, yeah so kind of like that mix Oh, yes. Yeah, that sounds fun. I love yes. when I yeah, like replace amazing. one thing and now the whole room has oh, to yeah. go. Oh, yeah. The whole room. Everything's around the velvet sofa. Oh, yeah. And oh, now, yeah. I changed, now it's your piece, I right? everything. Yes. And luckily, my husband is a team player and he does not. I change everything all the time. <laughs> Good job. He's Good patient. job, husband. I they like him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he never says no. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Do you ask or you just do? Uh, it's a Depends what it is. Usually I just do. Mm-hmm. And he comes home and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but fun. sometimes it's a little bit bigger. If it's like we're going to repaint or we're going to like add molding or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, I just designed a built-in, you know, <laughs> for, <That's laughs> for my awesome. living room. So, Do you have a lot of um, hand-me-down antiques? Because I had read that your grandmother owned an antique store. Is yes. That- yes. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. So... So my grandparents owned an antique store. Um, so my entire childhood, I, me and my sister, we just like loved this. It was attached to their house. So every time we would go visit them, you know, we had full access to this antique shop. And she would just let us go, like open the door, like go ahead, go in. So, you know, I mean, I was like learning about, you know, depression glassware and, you know, they were very into uh, early American furniture and federal pieces. So I, that was always something that I knew about. And my grandmother was always buying these gorgeous pieces and then she'd put them in her house, live with them for a year or so, and then put them in her antique shop and sell them and get a new piece. So everything was always you know, kind of changing up in her house. And I feel like they built their house, what is really the style now, the wide plank floors and the farmhouse table, you know, with a million chairs for the whole family and the, you know, everything was 
um, very like rustic, it, very beautiful. But um, yeah, so I don't have a ton of antiques in my house, but I will say that I have a love for darker hardwood floors, which <laughs> I have. And my kitchen, I have all wood count- countertops, which I love, like Ooh. all butcher block. And, yeah, yeah. And do you cut on them? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I do. I have that, and I, I cut on them. I don't. I, I mean, I, I will say, like, I mistakenly cut on them, yeah. but um, I don't cut <laughs> on mine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when my husband and I are going to be redoing our kitchen probably in the next couple of years, just because it's time. <laughs> um, but I'm, I, the, the butcher block has to stay. I no stone it. for me. Mm-hmm. But that kind of like gives that feel like that. Yeah. I don't know. It does definitely have Fatina. a very traditional feel yeah. to it. But it's in warm. but in a mm-hmm. it's casual warm. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it is. It's casual. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. Almost like a ship or a boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, but I not. wouldn't know. <laughs> but just like a ship. Just, <laughs> well, don't they have wooden countertops? Am I making that up? I don't know. I don't know how many countertops are. I don't know how many ships I've been on. They do, but they're usually like lackered. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they do like lackered. Mine's not lackered. Yeah, Mm -mm. just mineral oil. (laughs) How often do you have to oil your your counter every month? That's a lot. It's two seconds. Yeah, it's not that bad. I you oil monthly yeah. too, essentially? Well, not monthly. I probably but you're should not do chopping more. on yours. Um, no, I'm not chopping mm-hmm. on mine. Um, but but I do oil them down. Um, do you have a drying rack? What do you do for drying? We just were talking oh, about yes. this. Oh, yes. This is a good question. Yeah, I don't put... I Actually, I was just talking about this today. Um, <laughs> I, if it doesn't go in the dishwasher, then I have a little drying and I put it on my oven, which is not too far from my sink, but I don't mm-hmm. put anything wet on my counters. Yeah. Um, so, so does it drip water onto your oven? Uh, no, it's one, I have one of those. Um, it's kind of like a cloth. Yeah. Drying... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it kind of it absorbs all the it's water. It's like a thick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I don't know what this is. I would it's say, cloth. no, I don't. I mean, I don't. Why, uh, usually the dishes dish. go in the dishwasher. So yeah. I'd say it's only the. Not the, a big. Yeah. Like I might only have like a couple dishes on there. The knives. Time. Right. Yeah. Or like I think some my... kids' plates or like my special coffee mugs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I will put things to dry on the top of the stove and it makes my husband insane. Because he's like, it's going to drip in the oven. I'm like, it's going to evaporate by the time it goes anywhere. And yeah. I mean, it's an appliance that you can boil things over on. And I, I yeah. agree with you on that. See? You don't have to. You shouldn't have, have to. to baby that thing. Yeah, I agree. I don't baby. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels weird to me. I'm just thinking I would totally ruin my countertops if they were wood. <laughs> the amount of water splashing around. But you can't yeah, really yeah. ruin them. You can sand them right down and. You know what I mean? I mean, they're pretty but durable. But that's not something yeah. you're going to do. They are pretty durable. It's well, if you ruined it somehow. On mine, someone set a pot on it, and it did, like, leave a scorch mark. But I don't care. You know what I mean? But, of course, mine is I a did. working surface. I was offended. I saw that, and I was like, gross, Karen. You need to sand this. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh, you take it if off? If you have a, a butcher block counter no, it's or a you know it. need to be okay yeah, yeah. with it not being perfect. Right, 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 right. You know, so you have to be that person. And I'm okay with, you know, I actually like, I like a little bit of that rusticness. Yeah, that patina. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who was it? Matthew Ash- Quinn. Oh. Remember, he was talking about marble, and he said, I give my client, because if they can't oh, tell yes. if they can live with it, he gives them a big piece of it and makes them put it right next to their stove and live with it there for a month. 
Yeah. You could do the same thing with butcher block and just like, uh, is it making me nuts that it isn't perfect? Still? So I could just put my cutting board and yeah. leave it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But what about Ashley Whitaker? Sorry. Oh, she uh, was thinking about her tip about a little grime. A little every grime in every room. room. Yeah. yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is there's apparently there's, there's a lot in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have three kids, so I feel like that's a lot of grime. You've got a lot of check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check that box. I would have grime. I yeah. I have grime all over my kitchen from one kid. I don't know. I don't I think don't she think means that, dirt. Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, she meant sorry. a different kind of. Never mind. She meant like an you should have yeah like oh she doesn't mean like avocado down like the <laughs> no, face of the no. cat. Oh, no, not that. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. grime. I'm backing up. <laughs> Mine's usually the floor. I walk in and there's like a trail of who knows which kid's eating what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a dust buster that's a dog and that helps slightly. <laughs> that does help. Yeah. yeah. Well, so are there things that you're doing in your home um, decor wise to accommodate that lifestyle of three kids? So I'm going to say I feel like I very much specialize in designing for families with kids um, because I have kids and I know exactly what happens in all the rooms of the house. Um, and really, uh, probably like 95% of my clients are, um, like my age, like kids roughly within the realm of my kids age. So we're kind of in the same stages of life. Right. Um, I, I guess they are just like drawn to me. I mean, clearly <laughs> my designs, I think also show everything, everything in my portfolio is a family with children. So, you know, when they look at my portfolio and they, and I'm like, yeah, mm. they have multiple kids and you know, yeah. you can have that look too. <laughs> You never have to sacrifice, you know, quality and style because you have children that, you know, have are gross and have gross, you know, <laughs> sticky fingers and like who knows what's around their mouth. And I and nobody wants to live, you know, running after your children like, oh, don't, right, don't you know, touch. touch my new mm-hmm. sofa or don't, you know, walk on our, our new carpet. Um, nobody wants to live like that. So right. there's a million ways to design and you know, it's about using the right fabrics um, and and using quality pieces where on the most used pieces. Um, you know, I think one huge myth is I don't want to spend a lot of money on a sofa right. and chairs because I have children. Preach. I think it is 100% the opposite. You absolutely want to spend a majority of your budget, you know, with redecorating or decorating, designing, renovating on upholstery and purchasing something that's going to have quality insides that are going to last like when your kids are jumping on the sofa and you know floor is lava and the pillows are on the floor (laughs) so and you know um and the fabrics when they spill things like my velvet sofa is a performance fabric and you know i found a lollipop on it the other day stuck on i just got a damp rag wiped it off done walked away that's it Mm -hmm. um you know, so yeah. and same with, um, yeah, rugs and and pillows too. Yeah. Oh my God. So you want to make sure it's it's all about the fabrics. That's right. Yeah. Take heed, ladies with yes, babies. Yes, I know. We're like, you two at the table. Yeah. And they each have like one year olds. Yes. Oh. Ish. <laughs> Ish. And they're getting older now. We're really, it's very almost refined. Two. Yeah, Elliot is almost too. Yes. Well, I'm gonna say it doesn't. They don't get cleaner. No, no, they don't. It's really, they just make bigger it's messes. Different. It's just a different kind of uh-huh. mess. Larger, body-sized messes. They're just great. Oh, good, great, great. Mm-hmm. We're but so as excited. they get older, they can clean up after themselves. Mm. Yeah, technically, technically yes. <laughs> Kimberly says technically. <laughs> 
I think we should do a decorating dilemma. Should we get Kimberly to help us? Yes. Will you help us solve a dilemma, Kimberly? I'm going to try. You're going to be good at this, I can tell. (laughs) This one's from Aaron, who... What? Say that again. This is from Aaron. Did I say Taryn? You said Aaron. (laughs) Aaron. This is from Aaron. No, I said Aaron. Um, Aaron has... A super fun home. I think we might be friends. Um, I, she says, I absolutely, I'm absolutely crazy about your podcast and, lis- and listen religiously. So, so fun. As to my question, I was listening the other day and heard the designer talking about breaking up the dining set. My dining room has a matching set I found in an antique store, so I have no emotional connection to it, but I do love it. The top is a little damaged, so I tend to keep of the table so i tend to keep a tablecloth on it so should i paint the chairs and if so what color i am not afraid of color and added pictures of the surrounding room so you can see the colors woven through i'm also curious about the lamps in this room should i do a set of blue and white ginger jar lamps on the buffet do the black shades get lost just feeling like the room could use a refresh and i'm curious about your ideas so i'm going to describe the room quickly before you give her a solution yes i need a description I'm gonna. Y'all are gonna love my description. It's gonna be the best part of this episode. Okay, so it's a dining room. Uh, it's a rectangular dining room with a seagrass rug or a sisal rug, or it looks like a you know fills the whole room. The trim, the walls, and the ceiling are all matching green. It's fabulous. It's this vibrant Kelly. Uh, yeah, maybe a Kelly green color. Um, and then she has a a wood sideboard, so a brown sideboard on the side with some ginger jar lamps and a mirror over it. Two lamps ginger jars and lamps and the lamps have black shades and then she has a on the long wall she has a built-in bookcase with books that she has arranged by color which i think is fun and fabulous and then on the opposite wall to that she has two windows with some panels in them that um, are hung high to the ceiling good girl uh, and they're kind of a golden yellow color, maybe linen. And then she has a matching table and chair set. And the table is covered in a blue print tablecloth. The chairs, she has covered the seats in a, sort of a animal print, which I love, Serengeti kind of fabric. And then she has a crystal chandelier. What should she do in here? Go. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of pressure. Right? Um, Weird. Judge, you get it wrong, we'll cut it. <laughs> There's a right answer. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, right? There's no wrong answer. There's I love people. Yes. It's true. We are off of our opinions. Um, well, okay. So, luckily, I am pretty good at this. One of my services that I offer um, is uh, some style sessions where I kind of go in uh, a home and, uh, you know, I. Rejush it. Yeah, like, I mean, like that. Like, tell me what I should do when I need to be, like, right now have the answers. So. Mm-hmm. Girl, good. You're, you're good. It. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to knock this out of the park. Um, well, first of all, I agree. This is really fun. I love the green and how bold this whole space is. I love the old chandelier. It looks old. Mm-hmm. It um, does. It looks old. In the pictures, yeah. In the bookcases, yeah. This is very cool space. Yeah. Um, I will say the tablecloth has to go. Agreed. I think that is not at all. It is like completely taking away. Uh-huh. It's like actually all I see. It's not nearly as cool as anything else in that room. No. Mm-mm. No. And totally get that the top has scratches. I would have that redone. Yeah. Paint the table. Yes. I would just have it. What if she just paints it black? She could. So it doesn't match. She could paint it black or. 
I, would I just can't see it. the table underneath the legs, like how, you know, what that looks like. Um, I mean, you can always just have it redone. You can, I, I almost like the idea of the antique. So keep it there. as a set. So, so she was worried that because we had someone had said, don't have a set, break up the set. Yeah. But well, you can still break it up by not painting it. Like, but if, if she refinishes it the same color, it's going to match. Well, so I don't think Sorry, you should what? ever tie yourself down to any of those rules. rules. Okay. You know, I feel like something, you know, every situation is different. And if you have rules, you know, you might be missing an opportunity. No. Um, I actually think this whole set is really lovely. What I The chairs are really interesting and have like a pattern on, you know. They have a good shape. Right? Mm. Mm. Really They're beautiful. They're, you don't Fabulous. see that. Fabulous shape. And then, like you said, the yes, fabric she reupholstered. I think mm. that is actually what's giving the set, you Some know. Zhuzh. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So I'm not 100% sold that she needs to paint anything, but okay. she needs to definitely lose the tablecloth and have the table mm-hmm. fixed, yeah. whatever the scratches are, which yeah. that's that's easy to do. Yeah, right. And then in the back, what I see with the buffet and the ginger jars and the lamps is my first thought is like there's too much stuff on there. Maybe this is this is my first thought. If you lose the tablecloth and mm-hmm. get rid of that like blue pattern, mm-hmm. maybe those ginger jars go on the table. Mm-hmm. I love that, like Ooh, yeah. you know, right when you have like a mm-hmm. nice long yes. table and you have Wonderful. that like march them down the, the table jars. there, mm-hmm. and then just have the lamps with that. I mean, you can't even see whatever that mirror is behind it. Um, it looks antique and looks kind of cool. Yeah. You know, and then it's okay to have a blank space too. Right. So you don't need to fill the buffet mm-hmm. is not huge. So having two lamps, it's okay. You know, I would actually say in this case, because there is a lot happening, that a little bit of um, blank space would be helpful. Yeah. I like the black shades. And I, I like the black too. shades too. Like yeah. I think I would keep the lamps. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, the only thing I would do is take off the tablecloth and, and fix the table. All right. What do you think of the drapery? It's, I feel like it should be the same color Karen. as the walls. I know. Well, I have thoughts, too, but oh, it's not Karen. necessarily about yeah, what she's it's very doing. hard to see what color. I mean, from what I'm seeing in the photo, are they really orange? I can't tell. Because it's bright out, we can't tell. They could be yellow. It's and, hard. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that she's got this great green thing going on. And that interrupts it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, I think, so what I'm loving, if you, there, in the one picture, there is kind of like a random upholstered, what looks like a dining chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love off to the side, yeah. that pop off of the green. The mm-hmm. white. So the white, so it's a white, or maybe it's like a little bit of an off white. Mm-hmm. Um, I would make those that drapery. So I white that would like or off white. Well, because it also, it's adjacent to her hallway, which has white trim yes. and a green and white bold yes. wallpaper. Mm-hmm. So maybe that would even tie those spaces together a little mm-hmm. tiny yep. bit more. I like that, guys. Yeah. I like the idea of um, of refinishing the tabletop too, but I would, if it were me, I would add in, I would take those two end chairs, put them in a different room, like put them in your living room, and then do a upholstered upholster chair do at the heads. the upholstered chairs. You're absolutely right. I feel like it would mm-hmm. – that see, that's kind of what I was that's thinking. Gonna that's going to break up, a up little, your set yeah. without having to, like, change the finishes. True. Because changing the, the dining table to black or wood, it's still, it's still like, hard. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like it needs softness, more See, softness in there. She's also obviously not super tied to the table itself. So if she, why doesn't she just start shopping for a table that she loves? Well, maybe it's awesome under well, there. That well, it would probably be cheaper, though, just to refinish the top than buy a whole new table. Yeah, but she wants to juge. She's True. emailing to juge. I'm giving and, her juge like, advice. how damaged is it? If a little damaged, who cares? No, Remember true. my punching nun? I burned a big hole in my dining room table. I kept mm. it for five years. <laughs> yeah, but what about a round marble table in this green room? Yes. See? Yummy. What? That would be beautiful. That would be... Because yeah. one thing I was going to say is... like a showstopper. I do love this chandelier, but I feel like it might be mm-hmm. a hair too small. If it were me, I would move it to a different room and then do something really modern. But if you switched your table, that would kind of do the same thing. I don't know. The room's not that big. God, I love that chandelier. We do have an article on the blog about how big your chandelier should be, and it all is scientific, and you measure your room, and it'll tell you how big it should be. Mm-hmm. So you could check that out and I see. I love this chandelier. But she I'm not it. saying she should get rid of it. I just would Caroline, put it somewhere else. don't do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do I'm just like how what I would do. That's what I would do. Even if I had all, if I have all traditional furniture uh-huh. in a room, then I love yeah. a, a light fixture that feels like totally mm-hmm. opposite from that. True. She does yeah. have. If you go back to her hallway photo, it looks like she has like a Hadley in bronze, a like a very like mm-hmm. moderny clean light. I do. Yeah. Lo- she lantern. loves color. You look at all that orange. orange. I know yes. it's so fun. What? Aaron, I want a whole house it. tour, Aaron. Yes, we want more Send pictures. more photos. Yeah. <laughs> Were we at all helpful, Erin? <laughs> so. We, we give you many ideas. ideas. And when we hope you love it. <laughs> Send updates, please. Okay. Uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see all your work? Yep. You can find me. Um, I am, like, mostly on Facebook. I do have Instagram, but I'm going to say that I probably update more on my Facebook. Okay. So that's like where you're that's going to find, yeah. cool. you know, when I'm running around to my clients' houses and, um, you know, as I'm in the middle of all my renovations, I post there and then cool. it will trickle down to Instagram. Um, so you can also find me at, um, on my website. So, okay. Which is kbarinteriordesign.com. Cool. And awesome. yeah, and then my Facebook is Kimberly Bar Interior Design. And that's your Instagram, Instagram too. too. So yeah. it's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> you, I think if you just Google my name, <laughs> you'll find it. I will. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We loved having you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. Please check out the show notes for this episode at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. And send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. We'll answer it on a future episode. Follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to enable the Alexa skill on your (laughs) Amazon account. You're so proud every time you remember this. (laughs) Because I don't have an Alexa. I have no idea what you do, but I've it's not hard. <laughs> We're on Alexa, y'all. <laughs> and until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.